if I had titties, I would flash them right now well. at the end of it. Because this song is so good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Chats with Sweetie. And of course, the stars of Chats with Sweetie are my beautiful and amazing and adorable wife, Belen. <laughs> That did not sound very sincere. Also, behind the keyboards, we have Sergio, incredible gentleman and a class and a class act of a man. And obviously, you have me, Alejandro, mm -hmm. the internet's disappointment. As, <laughs> why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> um, we've been a little bit out of the picture because we've been building the house. We've been building the studio. Uh, I, I made a few videos the other day and I posted one. And unfortunately, there's a lot of echo in this room. So there is. We got to make sure to talk really close to the microphones right now. So we apologize for the sound quality. It's all on Sergio's uh, back. It's, it's all his fault. No, no, no. The reality is we're waiting for a lot of stuff that's supposed to get here. But um, it hasn't gotten here. Right, sweetie? No. Um, our rug was supposed to arrive yesterday. But as I'm learning with placing a lot of furniture um, orders, everything's delayed 10,000 years. So I know. I know. So, sweetie... We're going to touch on a few things. I want to start by asking you, how's this move been for you? And also, by the way, this show is, uh, this show is not sponsored by Aileron. No. It's just no one's willing to pay us any money. So I might as well just uh, milk the exposure, even though it's not for selling the United States yet. But September, that's a different story, bitches. <laughs> so how was your week? Sweetie, huh? And I'm sorry. No, you asked me another question. Yeah, how is moving to the new place? Are you adapting? What's been going on in your daily life? What do you like? What do you, don't you don't? What gives you the itchies? Do you have allergies oh like I do? Because I am fucking dying right now, people. <laughs> yes, he's, he's sneezed about 87 times. So? Um, it has been exhausting, but very rewarding. Yeah. Um, Every week feels like, you know, we're getting closer and closer to being done and not having 50 people in the house every day, which is pretty exciting. Um, the reason why we have 50, 50 people in the house, we're doing construction at the same time that we're moving in and we're adapting every single room and every single place to our liking. Correct. And obviously in, in, in construction, you get to a point where pretty much everything is done and there's just like tiny little things that are missing and that you need to fix. And, and it's called the punch list. If we're being, I, I you know, I think we're still before the punch. No, list. we're in the punch list right now. You think so? Yeah. So the, pun the punch so. list is basically when the con. I refuse to believe anything you're saying right now. But anyways, go on. <laughs> I thought you were having a seizure. No. Um. So, so basically, like Alejandro said, we've been remodeling and we, you know, we moved in basically what, when the house was, would you say 75% done? Yeah. So uh, we knew that was a risk moving in while they were still finishing up the rooms. But, but we why just, did we do it? Because we, there was no more Airbnbs. We could not switch Airbnbs and we were probably going to get divorced if we got into another Airbnb. Most likely. So I was going to set the whole fucking place on fire too. <laughs> I was going to set you on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, I mean, a lot of people, that's how a lot of people do construction is living in, in the house, which is, yeah, that's Fiona crying, guys, and she's going to be crying the whole time because for some reason we got her here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go on. Because um, she would have cried outside. Yeah. Um, which is really insane to me that people do construction while living in their house, but 90% of people do this. I know. Which is 
Fucking insane. Which, by the way, we would have been able to be perfectly fine if we would have been able to not have the storm and then be able to get an Airbnb that lasted the two, three months, whatever yeah. long it was going to be. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. And a lot of people were asking me, I, why so- didn't you just do it from California? Because if you're not around a construction project, nothing ever gets done. Also- That's as someone who comes from a lot of experience, <sighs> I'm just letting you know. That's the deal. Nice backdoor Brag. Um, Another reason why we couldn't do it from California is because we were in a rental in California and our lease was up. So we couldn't stay in California anyways. Because a lot of of people were asking me that too. It's like, yo, we didn't choose. (laughs) To end the lease at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just all, it was all, uh, you know, a clusterfuck at the same time, but it is what it is. Um, But anyway, so moving overall, like now I feel you know, it's going to be really weird when no one comes to the house. It's just the two of us and there's like no construction or deliveries or, you know, installations happening. Um, but overall I would say it was really, really, really stressful. I mean, Sergio almost had to have appendicitis emergency surgery. Oh yeah. My God. We all fell apart. You know, Rodrigo's, you know, when he first got here, his apartment getting destroyed by the storm, by the storm. He still doesn't live there by the way. Um, not that this compares to either one of them, but remember like two days before we were moving in, my piercing that's two years old got infected and my, my earlobe turned purple. Oh yeah. (laughs) That was just another one to add to the list. So, um, it's really, I'm bloated. I I mean, you. that's, (laughs) that's, that has nothing to do with the move. That's the salamis and the cheeses every night. Um, (laughs) So I think every, for, at least for me, every week I feel more settled and it feels more like our home and more like our space because yeah. things are getting installed and hung. And I, it, it's an amazing feeling. It feels like it's taking us, I mean, almost six months to get here because what a lot of people don't realize is this journey for us started in November. Yeah. When we first came out here and we looked at homes in the back of our mind, we knew, okay, we're moving. And then, you know, we went through the process of, um, purchasing the house and then waiting and then making sure escrow closed. And that itself is really draining and emotional because you're like, anything can happen. And it was the holidays and obviously COVID. So there were so many different things. Well, I think what started to get crazy with the house was, uh, right in the middle of our escrow because our house was on the market for 60 days, which is pretty average for Austin. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and this is something that I'm so glad that we decided, you know what, let's not, because we were going to move in March. We were like, ah, let's wait in March. We'll buy a house. And as, as we were seeing all of the market progress, I go, I think we should go get it right now. The interest rate is the, at the cheapest you'll ever find. Um, and then also it coincided by the way, that's not genius, but it coincided. We knew that Austin was going to blow up, but we didn't realize it was going to blow up so this the next day, yeah. like literally the next day. And when we got the house, we didn't know if, um, we didn't know that the storm was going to happen. So in the middle of escrow, there's, there's a ploy, right? Like, uh, um, after a certain amount of time, you have contingencies in place for either pulling out or going all the way in. Once you lift contingencies, that means I'm saying everything in the house looks fine, or, you know, you got to fix all these things in the house and then I'll buy it. So every single time I do a purchase, I, I, I get close to my, the end of my contingencies. I do all of my stuff before and getting closer to the end of my contingencies. What I do is I look at the market all around me 
and I like to see what's available so that I can tell the owner, I am sorry, buddy, but that is cheaper and that doesn't have like A, B, and C problems. Right. And you do. And when it comes to, when it came time to do that, I went and looked at the properties and I just couldn't find anything. And I'm like, this is before the storm. And yeah, I, well, and the storm was February. So I called a realtor and I'm like, why is, what's going on? Why is there no, no properties listed? And she goes, oh, everything is sold. There are not enough properties here. And I go, oh shit, I got to close. And you know, we got a great fucking deal in this house. Thank God, because I don't think if we would have waited 15 days more, yeah. the, the difference in price that we would have had to pay for something like this would be insane. Yeah, it would be mandingo like big, mm, yeah. like huge. So I'm sorry, you were saying we got very, very, very no, lucky I, with the whole process. And then once we decided like, that's the house, let's purchase it, we closed escrow. We were like, all right, we got to move out of, out of the other house. And we were planning on coming here, but then the storm happened. Right, right. But what I was saying is it's been such a long journey. Like, and because in the back of our mind, we were like, we have to be out by February 1st. So even in November, we were like, it's going to be February before we know it. And then with the holidays, everything just gets so sped up. So it's been, you know, a long couple months to get to where we are right now. Yeah. So it feels so good to be where we are right now. And like, I, it's safe. To, I think it's safe to say we're in the home stretch right now of like renovations and getting settled and just like some furniture being delivered. But for me personally, I can't wait to have a structured routine again, because as you know, and I've mentioned many times, I thrive off routine and I haven't had a routine since February. Yeah. No, it's been impossible. It's been impossible. So I mean, I've been trying to do mushrooms in my own house and there's fucking people running in and out, in and out, oh in and out, God. left and right. And well, I'm like, as long as it's about that, you know, it's where I meditate. It's important for me. Well, I'm just saying I can't. I'm like Mario. I like mushrooms. <laughs> you are like Mario. I like to step on. <laughs> I don't know. Mario that. likes cheese too. Huh? <laughs> I don't know if he does. Um, but he should. But yeah, because you know, even with the being in the house, I haven't been able to have a routine because I'm up at six thirty because the workers come at seven and they're here from seven to seven. So there's. I can't leave. I can't go do things. So every week I'm getting closer to being able to get into a structural routine, which is what I personally like and thrive off of. Yeah. So, but what about you? How no, are, no, no. How but how's you? the move though? Like, uh, are you getting used to the house, the property, yeah. The, um, yeah. the scorpions? No. What's going on? So we have scorpions. Um, which no, we don't. They're just around. They're not ours. Well, well, I did find out that because we had construction, we basically disrupted scorpions. So they're going to show up a little bit more than normal because they don't like the rumble. Um, but I feel really comfortable in this you house. Rubble. what I say? Rumble. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel super comfortable in the house. Like it's large, but it doesn't feel large because it's not. all of our, all of our main rooms are downstairs. So we don't need to go upstairs. Upstairs is just like almost separate. Yeah. Um, and I, I you know, it, we're homeowners now. So Alejandro cleans windows Again, and takes the trash out. That's it's right. really weird, which that's you right. have to take the trash bins in after this. <sighs> Fuck. Um, but I, I love the house and I love walking with Fiona. If she would just shut up. Um, and I love the neighborhood and the house is it's, I can't believe it's ours. I know. It's, I, I honestly do feel like uh, it was so good that we went from the first house in Hidden Hills, the huge one that we had, which by the way, I, again, I never want a house that big in my life. It is ridiculous to take care of a house that big. 
for two people it's yeah. insane it doesn't matter how much money you have it's just a waste of fucking space you can pretty much and we're a living testament of that right now we can live very comfortably in a space like the one we have right now and after quarantine this is what we were saying like you want to buy the perfect house and every single morning i wake up and i go this fucking place is perfect yeah we have and when we bring people in this is when when you start to really notice and start to really see is our bedroom is fucking massive our bathroom, bathroom. is the fucking, bathroom is bigger than the bedroom I think. the bathroom is so big and then you walk in the closet and the closet is huge and then even in our bathroom there's a sauna and even which our we haven't used no because we need to finish some things and then the the shower is fucking huge then Tata's pay, uh, space is even out there and it's amazing. Yeah. And then you walk outside and it's all like the, the living room is just, oh. no, in the living room yeah. outside. In the living room and the kitchen are really well connected, well, which well, is we got, what you always yeah. wanted. You wanted a kitchen that faced the living room so that you can watch TV while you're cooking. And, and you know, especially for when, we're watch, when I'm watching football, so you can be like, hey, can you do this and this and this and that no, while I and enjoy I say, the games? Is, and I say, is Jimmy G playing? Can you turn it up? Well, Jimmy G's about to be out of a job, so... Well, I'm sure he'll be fine. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so there you go, people. My, my wife is in love with Jimmy G. Great. Uh, that's what's, yeah, that's what's going on. If I see Jimmy G out here, I'll fucking kick his ass, even though he's like 6'6 and probably destroy me. Fuck him. I'll kick that's him in the dick. That's neither here nor there. I'll, I'll kick him in the dick. But, and then... We have a studio, we have a gym, we have an office, well, each soon, one of soon us. To be gym. We have two guest rooms, we have our garage, we have a laundry room. Like there's enough space for everything. Yeah. And the outside, I just can't believe every morning when we, the windows are open and I get to see everything and then walk outside and then it's so crazy that this is ours. Well, a couple of days ago, we, or maybe it was last weekend, I can't remember, when we were, when we went, we walked by the lake. And we were walking in the backyard and we were both like, how is this our house? Like, it's so crazy. And we sat on the swing and it's, it's so, it's very healing. This is what I'm I saying. I think back there. I do feel altogether that it really helped us to go into the smaller house that we didn't really were in love with and it wasn't perfect, but we only had two weeks to move into. And I thought that was perfect because if we would have gotten a house back then, which, by the way, would have been a huge mistake because yeah. we had to move out here this yeah. year. And that was without knowing. Uh, if we would have gotten a house in California, we would have never gotten something like this. We, and and by, that, by this, I mean something so perfect. Yeah. This is so perfect, beyond perfect. Like yeah. calling this your HQ is amazing, right? Like your headquarters is amazing. And then you can go, if we want to buy an apartment in Malibu, we can buy a little... You know, uh, a little condo. What, what are they called when you buy it here in the U.S.? A condo. A condo. A bungalow. You can buy a condo, like a small something, and then you just go and you have that place. But you have your own big space that is personalized to you from A to Z. And uh, well, I don't we know. Got, we, it we makes got, me appreciate it so much more because our bathroom was so small. Our bedroom was listen, so small. Oh, God, that, that Our house. kitchen was so oh, small. Oh, my God. Like you said, it was a good thing that that happened. Um but I think we also got super fortunate that we were able to remodel. And well, that's what we always wanted to do too. No, no, no. But so that, it's at one on top of the other on top of the other. Well, for me personally, it's woken up a beast inside of me and it's brought out a passion that now I, I really enjoy, which is remodeling and interior design. 
Yeah. So that was also really, I mean, I, I always had it in the back of my mind that I liked it, but now actually experiencing it has been, um, really amazing. It, I mean, it's hot in here. You guys, it's very moist. Here. It is. It, the, the humidity is crazy. <laughs> the humidity is real. In and, and by the way, it's not all the time. You'll have one day, which is just like California. And you're like, oh, this is fucking amazing. And then the next day is a little cloudy. And then the next day is there's thunderstorms. And then the next day. Oh my God. Last night was crazy. Yeah. There was lightning and thunder. It was. I like very, the weather. It was very romantic. I was going to say, I like the weather a lot more in here than I like in California. Okay. The weather in California. See, here's the thing. She says that, but she didn't appreciate the weather in California. I'm going to tell you why. We lived in the valley and it was a thousand degrees. It doesn't matter. It rained once a year. Which I loved. Twice a year. I love the rain. I do. I wish this would happen. Let the rain fall down. No, because then you're taking every other day for granted. Okay. But now the, the variety in weather is like, fuck yeah. Now, whenever we have a good day, I'm like, this is amazing. Well, I can't wait till it's July and we're having this conversation here. And there's flying wasps and fire ants going up your ass. <laughs> Why well, are they going up my ass? I, I already know. It. I already encountered the tarantula. I already encountered the snake, which, by the way, went inside the house. Did I tell you that, Sergio? Yeah. yeah. I was I was walking in the other day. Oh, like I was. Were you walking? Like I was walking outside. I was like this. I was walking outside. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, I'm sorry for missing out on the performance <laughs> that I'm giving. I, I was walk, I was walking outside. Oh, through the front of the house and I just hear like a big something. Was it your stomach? And I turn around and I'm like, oh, that must be a bird. And then I pay a little bit closer attention and it's like the, the tail of the snake getting into the house through the bottom of it in a corner and just going up and going like inside. And I was like, oh. And then he I comes inside and he goes, sweetie, do you want me to tell you something that's gonna make you scared? <laughs> Or do you not want to know about it? And I go, obviously, I want to know about it. He goes, I just saw a snake going up the side of the house, and it went in the house. I go, wonderful. Just how you let the scorpion get underneath the fridge. It's like he encourages them because he secretly wants them as pets. The scorpion is not doing anything. The scorpion hasn't Yet. even come out. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Well. Or having babies. Uh, one of the two. One of the two. And it's perfectly fine. Scorpions need love, too. Mm, They're people. Okay, well. So, no so what's the deal? You don't like the vegetation out here? Because no. I, I rarely see you outside. Yesterday, no. I was enjoying getting stung by every single animal that's out there no. on I, mushrooms, staring the, outside the into the horizon. The I couple times it. I've been outside, and it's like, and I'm like, I'm out. What? Those, those hornets? Is that what they are? No fucking way. There's not that many of They're them. They're like, Meow. which, by the way, I was really terrified for Tata because I, I go and I sit on Tata's, uh, uh, on Tata's little cage. Well, little cage. I sit on Tata's cage and I saw one of those big hornets coming up to her. They're just, they're violent. And I was like, oh my God, this is it. This is going to be the end of Tata. And Tata turns around, looks at it. And the bitch, the first thing she tried to do was catch it to eat it. She's like, and the hornet was like, and just like flew away. I was like, damn. Well, let me tell you something. I'm not reaching to grab it to eat it. I was at Home Depot two days ago and I got fire ant seeds. I got to do all of that. And also our neighbor across oh the street, God. he's my hero. He's my fucking hero. He's seeding his grass all the time, which by the way, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos on grass things. Sergio, believe it or not, we're going to be doing a grass mo uh, a lawnmower comparison very soon. Oh my God. I try to contact John Deere and because obviously I don't fit into the white profile. They were like, oh. By the way, they're expensive. I don't think so. They're only like three grand. 
I'm just shocked. Like I, when what I pulled up to work? Lowe's, 500 bucks. It's all. Those are machines, babe, with engines I, and like I'm cutting sorry. blades. Well, I know this might be shocking, but I don't go shopping for lawnmowers. Have you seen the Wheel of Fortune episode or the Price is Right episode with Bill Gates? No. That's what you probably are. When they're like, how much are the macaronis? And he's like, $34. And they're like, it's $2, sir. Yeah, that, that's for sure. <laughs> Me. <laughs> God, I love Billy. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see you out there and your little So this is what I'm saying. So what's going on with the backyard? When are you going to feel comfortable about going outside? When are we going to swim? What's what's going on? Okay, well, I can't wait to swim. Hopefully the pool guy will let me know how to turn the... But the pool guy has no idea. Then go out there. Go look at no, the machine. but that's what I'm saying. What, so if the pool guy has no idea, why are you waiting for the pool guy to figure it out? Because the pool guy, it's very complex. It's the guy who cleans the pool isn't the main dude. The main dude knows how to do all of the machinery and program it in our phones. Can and he's, I been ask, out, he's been in Oklahoma. I don't right, know. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm open a, a convocatory. Is that a real world? No? No. Okay. It's una convocatoria in Spanish. Um, I'm opening a... a What's it called when you call out for people to do something? I'm calling out for my Mexican people to take over the business of pool cleaning. It's all the white guys doing the pool cleaning. And all they do is their highest fucking fuck. Whether it's Texas, whether it's Cali California. Cali has the strangest ones for sure. Right? Whether it's California. They're all stoned They're all surfers. Cleaning a pool. And let me be clear. Cleaning a pool with all due respect to anyone who cleans a pool, is not that fucking hard. I think taking care of a garden is way harder. So where my Mexicans at that like to get stoned and clean pools? Because you motherfuckers will figure out how to use the pool. This guy has no interest whatsoever in doing anything other than cleaning the pool. He's like, sir, how can we do this? No idea, buddy. Listen, I'm a white guy, so... I don't need to know a lot of stuff to be able to do this job he really and get paid properly. Every time I've asked him a question... So this is what answer. I'm saying. One of my Mexican guys, comment down below, that has an actual pool business. I will fucking hire you on the spot, son. And well, you better be good because well, I ain't hiring you just to be Mexican. I'm well, hiring you because you're awesome, right? So this is what I'm saying. Let's take control of the pool world, Mr. Mexicans. We got this shit. That's what I'm opening up for. And then we'll promote you guys and your businesses so that other people realize, my God, not only I can hire a Mexican gardener, but also a Mexican pool guy that will actually care about my project and love it and actually help me out rather than someone who feels like this should be my job and I, I own it. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. And on that note, um, if we could also, um, I don't know if pledging or putting it out there about a car wash person, because we're having some... I got, I got two recommendations already. I looked at the guys. They're okay. It's, it's looking, it's looking okay. I've, I've yet to see how they develop this week on what I'm watching online. <laughs> Cause I want to see what they're doing right now. Well, because all if I they're know not, listen, if they're not busy, I don't want these motherfuckers to call me and be like, because they're, they're white guys. Yeah. I, I love you guys. Love you. Love you. But I've learned something. You don't put a lot of effort into stuff. The Mexicans work hard. It's true. Love you guys. We're having a lot of, should we in, elaborate on why we're talking about this? Why? Okay. Why? Because I didn't explain anything. Okay. Uh, just that we're what having about? the car wash. What about it? I did. We didn't explain what the issue is. We can't find the upper. Oh, you want to explain what happened to us? Yes. So we basically, it's not a thing to have somebody come out to your, to you, you and wash your cars. And for the past 
six years, actually, we always had somebody come weekly to wash the cars and it doesn't exist here. And it's outrageously expensive. And the last time my car got cleaned was March 15th. <laughs> so I really need, we really need to find somebody. It, it absolutely makes no sense. The guy that we called, of course, white guy from Orange County, my God. And the dude's like, whatever the, our Mexican guy charged us in LA, that's what he's charging just for an outside shit ass watch. For one car. wash. It's crazy. Like it's it's nuts. Like, are you kidding me? And we go like, why are you not washing the interior? He goes, no, that's a different service, bro. They tell you this. I'm like, no, it's not. You go and wash your car outside and inside. And even though you barely wash the outside, sir, you should also barely wash the inside, not just the outside and then charge for a full price, which is nuts. But this is all, this is all it is. It's just shaping up the workforce around here to letting them know you're an entitled fucking asshole. I will go to the person that wants to do the job and I will find them and I will promote them and they'll get your fucking job. I promise you, it's my, it's, it's my mission in life to be able to do that right now. Cause well, it's I ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The laziness and like the complacement that these motherfuckers have. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I worked really hard to be able to pay someone so they can work really hard. And I can't be working harder than the guy that's doing my, my shit. Uh, that's just unacceptable. Or, and I'm really lazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and or, I'm still working harder than that. Or you're going to get your own lawnmower and soon you'll be cutting all the neighbor's lawns. But I am. You know that I am, right? Last night, you guys, the neighbor, like he said, he was, what is it called? Seating. Seating. He pauses the TV and he's like, oh my God, look at the neighbor. He's seating. And I'm like, what? He's like, look at him. He's just going up and down. Wow. I can't wait to be like him. I and can't he, wait. And he, has, and he has the little thing to like see the grass. Dude, it's fucking incredible. I'm, I'm in. I'm all in. Great. That's what's going to happen We're going right to go now, to Lowe's sweetie. this weekend and you're going to test drive him. That's right. <laughs> sweetie, how was your week? Sweetie. <laughs> what day is it? Thursday? Today's Thursday. My, it's been a good, good week. What's been important in your week? Um, well, I went to a bar class today. I worked out in a studio for the first time. How was it? No, you didn't you go to another one and the lady uh, was like uh, uh, yes. talking like a baby? Uh, okay. So this uh, is one of the hard things about moving into a new place, absolutely. right? Like you got to go and get your new gym. You got to go and get your, your new, new routine. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I put my, I'm putting myself out there. So, you know, what does maybe, that mean? Maybe meet a, meet a friend. Okay. You know, like have, I have, so I have no friends here. Yeah, me either. It's really it's really weird. Alejandro is the one who has a social life and it's honestly very bizarre for me. It's all, all of my friends are here. Yes. All of them. All like, of them. You were the start, Sergio. Rod was the start, but then there's everybody else. Like all of the boys, like even our partners from Mexico, like that moved out here. And like, I feel like- It is crazy. And I feel like honestly, by the end of this year, you're going to be like, oh, guess who's moving here? Like there's going to be more people from your side. Like- I just have this gut feeling that that's what's going to happen. I know three more people that are coming. Okay. So it's very strange, but it's great because we've had like people over for dinner every weekend, which has been really nice to have the house filled and like, you know, it's very warm and I, I love hosting and entertaining. Because so. we haven't been able to do it because of COVID. No. And because we also haven't been like in a house, you know? Well, yeah. COVID so, in the house. Correct. So it's like very exciting that we're able to do those things. So... I'm, when I say I'm putting myself out there, I mean like I'm going to, you know, force myself to go to a couple different gym studios and hopefully meet a girlfriend. Although I did mm. make one friend, the girl who does, um, your hair. Yes. Um, who of course is from LA. So 
Oh, I'm Jesus. really branching out, guys. Really going out there and um, getting really outside nice. your comfort, comfort zone. Huh? She's really nice. So what happened to the first Pilates so instructor So I went lady? to a Pilates studio, which I was so excited about because I don't know if anyone knows or cares, but I'm obsessed with Pilates. I've done Pilates for over 10 years and I hadn't been in a studio in 14 months. So it was very exciting to go in, into a studio to be on a reformer. And unfortunately, the instructor talked in baby voice, which nothing in the world bothers me. Please do her voice. It's, Belen's pretty good at making voices too. I don't understand why. Like, it's a great thing that we got going on. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, So she, so, so it was me and three other women and the three other women were in their sixties. And the instructor was like, (laughs) okay, now put your footsies in the straps. We're doing leg circles and one and two. And I was like, end it all for me. Like just end it all. These women are in their sixties, obviously not me. And she's telling us to put our footsies in the straps. I I just like, why are you, why are you not a kindergarten instructor? You know, she was playing terrible music. So I couldn't concentrate. And then she was like, okay, now we're doing happy baby. Grab onto your footsies. And I was just looking at the clock the whole time. So I will not be, I'll go back to that studio because it was clean and it was nice, but I will not be taking her class. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's really fucking hard to uh, um, go to a class or anything you're doing publicly where the instructor sucks. not only sucks, but has like a pet peeve of yours. Like to me is if anyone in the same, in the same way, if you're talking to me like a baby, Ugh. I no, Ugh. absolutely not. And also bad music. Oh, it, it was a deal. It was a deal breaker on so many levels. But you got to go out there and try it. For sure. And I said that from the beginning, but it's like, I got a vibe with the instructor and like, I still zoom with my Pilates instructor that's in LA because she's amazing. Yeah. And we have very similar personalities and it's like, she's, you're, she's tough. You know, like you're there to get a workout, not to be talked to like you're five years old. So right. I was pretty bummed when I left, but, um, the so one today was pretty good. The one today was a bar class, which is different from Pilates. And, um, it was good. It was just, is there a pole involved? Or yes. Something? <laughs> so it's against the mirror. It's kind of like ballet. Uh, it's very uh, hard. How I'm can you even so do that? so sore. Belen, um, is flexible. Oh, it, that's why I'm dying. She was <laughs> like, all right. as flexible as this pen. Literally, which is weird. Cause I've, <laughs> It's because of my stress and anxiety I carry everything in my joints. But anyways, so that was a highlight for me this week. Um, I also booked my trip to LA in May. I have a photo shoot, which I'm really excited about. And for your clothing line. For my clothing line. Is there anything new you're working on? What the hell are you doing? Yes. So what's going on? Hey, what's going on over here? Oh boy. <laughs> here come the accents. So I was planning on going into spring and summer production um, in February, but with the enormous move, like moving out of state and remodeling, I put a pause on production. I just, I, I mentally could not take on for a new so collection, much. spring and summer. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's for everybody that doesn't really know. Okay, fashion. well, it was spring and summer collection, and I was already behind. I should have started it in December, but again, with the move and everything, I had a lot going on. And I just had a lot of um, anxiety going into production in February with the move going on and just handling the remodeling, the budgeting, and then having to do that essentially kind of the same with a collection. I I, I had to put a pause in it because I could not give it my full attention. I had to give my full attention to the move and to the yeah. renovation. So um, 
uh, I, about two weeks ago, kind of started getting back into the groove of getting into production. So I'm working on summer right now, which is not going to be very big, but still about, um, six new pieces. And I'm really excited to get back into work and, and just so my I passion. understand after summer, uh, how many more collections are you going to do before the end of the year? So I, right now, because I have summer all like lined up, I have, I'm working on fall winter. So you have to be basically like four to six months ahead. Yeah. Um, but I don't, that what doesn't personally really work for me because I like to design things in the moment and what I'm wearing and what my mood is. So I kind of go against the typical rules of fashion, but, um, I am trying to get better with it because right now working on my fall samples, getting them perfect. Then in August, I can be like, here's my purchase order, which is a PO let's go into production, which takes four to six weeks so that I can get the photo shoot and everything done. So it goes live mid September, October, which is fall. Got it. So I'm really looking forward to going back in May and having a busy week and having a photo shoot and um, just seeing everything come to life. Let me tell you something, Sergio. Let me tell you something about what she's talking about because she's going to go back to LA in May. Do you know what, uh, you know, she was in LA not that long ago, right? Do you know what car she had? <laughs> Do you know what car she rented a convertible BM fucking W. Okay. Listen. Hang on. Hang on. Every time, every time Sergio and I travel and Belen books my transportation, Sergio, First what of all, I don't book it. Okay. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. On this one, you were like, I am going to book it because. Me? Yeah, for you. I, you were like, I'm not going to book Alejandro's. But on this one, I am going to book it myself. My because, dad booked it. Mm-hmm. My dad booked it. Uh-huh. But finish your story because I have something I, I want to add to it. Okay. So she got a BMW convertible, Sergio. Meanwhile, Sergio and I, every time we travel... We don't get the shittiest of the shittiest. We get, if there's like a bottom tier of shitty, like a bottom, like, it's like someone's calling the rental companies like, hey, I'm looking to get treated like absolute garbage, a car that's absolute shit, and also the biggest waiting line. Perfect, oh, I'll take that. First of all, like I have any control over okay. a waiting line. So it goes like that. Then my dear over here flies to LA, gets a convertible, a BMW. I was fucking living. Blah, 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 I blah doesn't it. have to wait. Right now, she's going back in May. BMW itself, BMW Sergio, is loaning her an M8 competition. Listen. Okay. My girl Sue hooked me up. Okay. An M8 competition. I, I can't. That, I, what do that is a $120,000 car or $150,000 $150, car. She's getting to ride around. I got three different meanwhile, options. Meanwhile, the last car that Sergio and I got was like a Versa. Did I tell okay. you something? What, you, what babe? What do you want to tell me? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm all ears. Hang on. This let me, let me you, drink this. You so should that I drink can... this because I'm about to lay it on you. This is what you always say. I don't give a shit. I'll sleep on the floor. I don't care what I drive. Okay. Well, I took it literally and that's it. So you got what you say. You don't care. I care. I care. I will admit it. I'm a bougie high maintenance person and I didn't want to be in a green Ford Fiesta. You guys see the problem here. You guys see the problem here. There's a double standard. No, there's not. You always say you don't give a shit. I'll sleep on the floor. I don't need to stay there. I don't need to do this. Okay. There you go. 
I listened to you for the first time isn't, ever. Isn't that oh the first time ever? And this is what she listens to me for. <laughs> isn't that just fucking wonderful? I'm just saying. Ain't that just fucking just like just Sergio, like when the storm was happening, you were like, I would have been there with Tata. I would have been surviving just fine. Let me just Seguro. repeat this one more time, Sergio. M8 competition. Listen, or what else does she offer me? An M5. An X5M and an M5 competition. The, the 2021 ones. Which one did I, I get? I can't remember which one you chose. I thought you chose the M8, didn't you? The oh, coupe? Yeah. yeah, you did. Like, Because I'm like, what do you want, babe? And she goes, I want the coolest. I'm like, but what are you going to be doing? She's like, I have a photo shoot and this and that. Listen. So this is, this is where the bullshit curtain for Belen falls completely, okay? There's no bullshit. I'm very transparent about what I like Sounds good. and my expectations Sounds good. Sounds and good. my Let, standards. Let's hear about this. She's like, I want something that definitely will work for me because I have a photo shoot and I'm busy and I got to go downtown. And oh, I'm like, no, I okay. didn't get the coupe. I got the SUV. Did you? Yeah, it was the six. Interesting. The X6M. That's what I got. I don't know if she did. I did. She, it, it was actually really hard for me to be able to get her to turn to that because I was like, well, if I, you, and I if said, because I want to be this, a pie. That's what I said. If you're doing this, you should get that. And she goes, no, I want something pretty and cool. So I said, fine, then get the M8. And then after like 20 minutes, she comes back and she's like, I want to be high up. Should I get the, the SUV? I'm like, well, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Look, don't hate. All right. Just because I will absolutely know. hate Sergio. You're directly affected by this. Like, do you understand where we're in a problem? When Sergio traveled with me, we traveled great. So. All right. Well, sweetie. What? <sighs> These motherfuckers. Chats. Why are you Why are you singing chat with sweetie now? Because it puts me in a good mood. What else? What else did you do this week? <laughs> hmm? Um. Hmm? Did you book anything else luxurious? Well. I did, actually, yes. What else? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm really, like, that made my week uh, booking my trip and, like, knowing I have the photo shoot and, like, I'm really looking forward to getting back on the saddle. Oh, what saddle? Of work. <laughs> um, another highlight I had this week was going to Lowe's and getting all the plants for our house and, and potting and planting them in the pot. And um, I cooked every night this week so far. So that's been um, always, it's always brings me a lot of joy. Yeah. Do we have more cheeses? We do. Just asking for a friend. Okay. <laughs> How was your week, sweetie sweets? You've had a really busy week. <laughs> My sweetie's busy every day. I've had, I think, the craziest uh, few months of my life. Forget about the moving. So this week, by now, this is coming out Sunday or Monday, right, Sergio? Okay, so I can talk about this. We're we're creating. We've created a water company in Mexico, and uh, it's called We Are Water People. Really, water people. And the reason why we made that is. A friend of mine, his name is Juan Pasurita. He's a massive fucking influencer, massive. He's got 25 million followers just on Instagram in one account. On, on his second account, which Damn. mind you, his second account, he only has like a 10 or 11 million. Damn. I'm like, can I please have your second Instagram account? Yeah. I beg you. Uh, so he's a really well-known guy. And, uh, and a very he, nice, very nice guy. He's a very nice fucking dude. Like we met him in the Aileron party mm -hmm. in Mexico. I knew, obviously we've talked before online and whatnot because he's friends with Hookah and all of those guys. But Juanpa reached out and uh, said, hey, dude, I found the problem that we have in Mexico and I'm looking for people to support the, the cause and, and this and that. And, from, and the problem in Mexico is we don't have enough uh, pure water. 
all of the bottled water that we drink in the, even in the United States, like that uh, essential water is purified water. Purified water goes through a process that takes everything away from that water, even if it's alkaline or whatnot. When you purify the water, that means the water has no properties of value. So whenever you're drinking it, you're drinking something that takes away from you because that water, once it goes through your body, takes away those minerals that you need. And if you drink actual pure water, which is what we saw, we saw in the Zac Efron documentary. Fantastic if you drink pure water, like uh, uh, actual uh, water that comes out of the, the earth, then you have all the minerals that you need. You know, it, it, it does go through a process where you clean up all the shit, but all the minerals stay there so that whenever you're getting hydrated, you're actually hydrating yourself. And this is a big lie that I lived under. Like until we saw that document, that really changed a lot of things in my life. It was COVID. It was COVID. And this was one of those things. So you guys can fucking imagine how long ago we're talking about. And Juanpa came in and said, this is a big problem. In Mexico, there's only like one or two brands that do actual uh, uh, natural water. And I was like, what? And, and when he brought that up, he says, like, I have this idea. This is what I want to do. Let's, uh, uh, let's push it. And now, finally, after all this time, which has been crazy, we're coming out in Mexico. Uh, we're launching in over 16,000 stores. Damn. So for you guys to have an idea, IHOP has like a thousand stores in the worldwide, right? Like a thousand stores or 2000 stores tops. Chili's a thousand to 2000 stores uh, in the US. For you guys to measure the level of amount that we're talking about. So we're just opening at 16,000 stores. So you can only imagine the amount of production that we had to do. And not only production, we had to get ready too for once we run out of water for the first time, you gotta have another batch ready to go and servicing 16,000 stores is a pain in the ass. We were supposed to come out last week, but once we started fulfilling to every single store, we realized, man, we have so many stores to just deliver to. And yeah, there are systems in Mexico where you can deliver to a place called Aceris, and those guys take it to those regions, but you still have to deliver to all these regions, and it's really fucking expensive. And you're placing, placing, placing. And last week we were supposed to come out on Thursday. We announced it on Thursday and this Monday we were going to come out. And we didn't because we were only, and I mean, quote unquote, only in 10,000 stores out of the 16,000. So we wanted to make sure that at least by this week, we're in almost all 16,000 stores. And right now what I've had all of my partners do is, and it's the Mezcal Aileron guys, and also those guys, and we have an incredible group of producers. Uh, they're called Jungle Group guys. They're fucking incredible. I like that name. And yeah, they're, they're fucking epic people too. So those guys are the ones in charge of like all of the operation and all the, the, in, like the ins and outs. They're unbelievable like how well managed they are, how well organized they are. And it's two young kids, like uh, my age and a little younger, like it's unreal seeing that level of prof uh, professionalism coming out of that. And execution. The execution is unbelievable. So we're coming in, we, we have all these calendars, whatnot. And the last couple of months has been insane. As far as work goes, I've I haven't had a chance to make car videos just because I've been doing that. Yeah, so, it's, it's been exhausting watching you. Yeah. And, so and, I can imagine. And you guys know what the worst part of it is? Sergio and Rod already went, because once you finish all of your paperwork, once you finish all of the establishing everything, once you finish your production fucking hurdles, when you finish your distribution, uh, uh, your distribution strategy and plan and placement, then comes the fun stuff, which is you get together with all of your friends, 
You go create stories. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Because this would only happen to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So once you create all of these, once you create this monster, which by the way is humongous in Mexico, Aileron is only in a few couple hundred stores, right? And that's still huge. Like that's huge. This is unreal. And in here, we're talking about 16,000 stores serving all this shit. I'm so excited. I'm pumped. I'm like, this is the biggest project of my life. Why are you laughing? <laughs> you guys see that my life is a fucking comedy. It is. It's a tragic comedy. Like, uh, <laughs> like not unfolding the, every day. It is. So we finished all of this and then it comes time. Like, all right, we got to go to Mexico and do all of the release stuff. Like we're going to create the website. We're going to get all the materials. We're going to do all of the videos. We're going to do our photo shoots. We're going to everything that you can imagine for a release. And going to an amazing location. Ama like unreal with a great. And again, with your friends, with your, which is the greatest thing about creating something like this. Like these are my friends that actually work that really are fucking the shit. And, and we've been killing it now for a year and, and a year and a half now with Aileron. So I'm excited because this is not like a, oh, I get to work with like a bunch of fucking assholes that are going to betray me or whatever. Like this is, this is it. And the moment that happens, I get my fucking, my U.S. passport, which again, is another highlight of my life. Like I finally get to do this. I finally get to stay here forever. I can be an entitled asshole and the cop can't do anything to me anymore. Like I got this. And they took away my green card so that I can get my passport well, without any heads up. Like, well, without you, any heads you up. also didn't ask the question, sweetie. No, without any fucking oh heads up. God. They take it away and I go, all right, well, I can get my passport in seven to 10 days. So I'll be able to go to all my photo shoots. Wrong. It's, Wrong. It's, it's, um, it's, it's four, four to six, six weeks, weeks. And that's because expedited. Of COVID, because of COVID. And that's expedited. Well, so that means Sergio had to go to Mexico to film everything. That means I had to send Rodrigo because we have a podcast together and everybody says like, we look identical. So I was like, oh yeah, motherfuckers, we look identical. I'm going to use Rod and I'm going to dress him up like me and he's going to be me in the photo shoot. <laughs> Sorry, sweetie, I got the burpees. You should apologize to everyone else. No, 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 fuck those guys. <laughs> I got the burpees. Oh, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, I couldn't go to like the fun part. And well, I was like, like not to interrupt, but like you always say, you have the best luck and the worst luck and it's always balancing itself out. So, I, and I understand, I'm listen, I'm just venting right now. I'm not, I'm not like going to kill myself or I'm depressed or anything. I'm sure if this would have happened earlier to me in my career, I'd be like devastated, devastated. I mean, you are, you're crushed, but I'm, you, I mean, listen, there's a, 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 a sadness that comes with it, but also I know all the stuff that's coming with it. Uh, so I'm, I'm. I'm not butthurt or anything like that. It's just like, ah, God damn it. Of course. Now, now it's more like an, of course that had to happen to me. That's why we created swipe, sweetie. Well, when I, you know, <laughs> go to Italy in a couple of weeks, I'll miss you. Yeah. Fucking going nowhere. I told him, I said, listen, if an opportunity comes up and you don't have your passport, you're going nowhere. I will leave without you. So whatever we, uh, we're launching the water. And then I was hoping that I could go for the launch and, and go to the day that we come out in public and go to every single store. And I, I've been sending all of my friends to every single store and all of the water is already there. Like, it's so cool to see, like you can walk in Mexico. If you're in an OXO, you walk into every single store. There's already the water. Like we're, we're officially announcing it on Monday, but it's there. Yeah. That is so surreal. You know what I mean? Like we made that. We fucking made that. No, and it's, it's amazing. Every single store that, that you can possibly walk into. And that's just only the beginning of it. So, uh, but you'll and, be, you'll, I mean, you'll no, be no, there no. soon. I know, I know. 
And so I miss that. I'm missing the launch. I'm missing on the 12th. We have a very important, a very important meeting somewhere where I wanted to show you guys, because this is a once, this is the only thing in the world that exists like this. And I can't tell you what it is right now. And I'm missing out on that too. And then I know you guys don't know this, but we have six racing teams in Mexico. Six. You see Pato in the car. Cool. We have six fucking racing teams in Mexico. I can't go to any of their openers <laughs> at all in any of the categories. Uh, and then also we have a baseball team in Mexico that we sponsor. And the open and the opening like home game is on May 25th. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm still holding my I'm, fingers. Uh, like I'm, yeah. I'm hope I'm crossing my fingers. I'm fucking hoping I can go because I got offered to throw the first pitch at the game. And let me tell right? you something. I would really like to. I would really like to say that. <laughs> can you imagine my little sweetie? He's like. Mm. <laughs> so for all the stuff that I've been working really fucking hard over the past few years, it's all paying off right now. It's all like, all right. In the same six weeks that you don't get your passport. It all is. Like, it all starts right now. And, and this is just the world telling me, no, homie, you do it all from home and you coordinate from home. So I'm doing that right now. So that's been keeping me busy. Well, I think once you, once you get your passport and you do go back to Mexico, it's going to be that much sweeter, you know? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? It was just like the house. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, I am going to cry when I walk into a store and I see my water. I will cry just so you know. And For I don't sure. fucking care what anyone says. You should cry. The guy at the Oxo is going to be like, why, <laughs> why is this grown a man crying after buying up, purchasing just a little bottle of water? But you'll be able to do that in June, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully before that. Hopefully before, oh. but worst case scenario, June. And then you'll have the rest of the year to do all these incredible. That's not, that's not true because there's June, July. And in September, we're launching another humongous project. But you'll be able to go to that. I know, but what I'm saying is I have to pre-work all of the launch stuff, baby. You saw how much work this was. Yeah, but you'll, you know. You understand what I'm saying? And then at the same time, Aileron in September is coming to stores in the U.S. So that's going to be another thing. And then in November, we have the biggest project in our lifetimes launching. So it's a packed year. I'm excited for it. But the other thing that I was working on this year was, uh, I'm sorry, this week is Two things. One, I started giving out free courses. Did you see that? Yeah. Like well, uh, I, financial I, I courses. I heard it. I heard you screaming. Well, yeah, I made a video that was like 40 minutes long. I was just like, oh, this is going to be a 10 minute she was video. Just yapping and yapping. I was like, babe, don't worry. I'm just going to go into the studio and just shoot this 10 minute video. And it was like fucking 40 minutes each because yeah, I, I do Spanish and English. I could hear you. And the whole reason why I'm doing this is I'm so sick and tired of watching these people. There's two things. I get hired and, and, and it's a little bit hypocritical, like hypocritical of me. Uh, uh? Hypocritical. Hypocritical. Hypocritical of me to uh, uh, say this. But at the same time, when I go to these events and they pay me the money that they pay me to go, the first thing I walk in and say is, I am so sad that you guys have to pay so much money to be able to walk into these stores and like uh, into these type of... Uh, events and, and, and learn from people that are flashing you billions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars and they're charging you for it. Like it's in our best interest as a society to get, uh, to get educated, to, to, to learn because the better, the better you do, the better you do, the better everybody does, the better we all do as a society together. And that's a very selfish attitude that we have. And it started in the U S kinda, and now it's bled to Mexico. And in Mexico, the thing is, <laughs> 
the weird, it, it, there's actually like a combination of things, but mostly in Mexico is people that have never done anything. The, the fake ones that have a following for something else. And then they're saying, you know, I'm an expert, I'm an expert at trading or investing and in, in this, and they go do it. And in the U S there's the rich guy who pretends that he made his own money, that his daddy has the same name as his, as his fucking dad. And, and he's putting up a course that his dad basically did. And he's trying to make money from people. Yeah. And it's so sad, sir. If you're saying that you made all this money, right? Why can you just help out a little bit? Why can you just, and again, nothing is free. I understand that. But if you're a guy that likes to pre pretend to help charity because you go to the red carpets to look good, this would make you look even better if you just do it for free. So I was like, that's it. I'm, I'm done. I've learned so much from so many fucking industries. I feel like I'm a fucking Swiss, uh, um, what are they called? Like a Swiss army knife. Exactly. With so many different things that I can do. And I was like, why, why the fuck not teach people in the shit that has really made me money? Yeah. So that's, that's what I started doing. So that's what you're going to put up with. I did another video today, which by the way, lesson learned, you should never shoot outside when there's humidity. My hair looks like my grandmother's hair, basically. You got the poof. Yeah. You get the poof. It's, it's absolutely insane. And then my hair, my hair gets curly and it's just a fucking mess. So I did that. And so, you, so, that, so that, I mean, that's the highlight of the week. That is. And um, what else did I do? You oh, had cheeses. I had cheeses. I also talked to my boy Hans. So my, my friend Hans, I met him through, through Aileron. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I met him is he has a company that makes these, like the shots, he makes plates, he makes cookware, he Beautiful makes dishware, like the most amazing stuff. He's in every, every major hotel that you go to, they're in the world, not just in Mexico. Like here, he came over to Texas and we went to Alera and, and in Alera, they bring out our plates and he's pl like the plates that they brought out were his. And that was just a random place that I selected just for you to understand the level he's been in business for a hundred years. Obviously it's a family business. And what I love about this man is he's so driven. He still works like he's got nothing. He's humble. He wants to learn more and do more. He's and super nice. That is so fucking rare Yeah. At, at his level. I've never met anyone like that. <laughs> So I've been leaning on him because he makes uh, special edition bottles of alcohol for the major guys. So I've been learning from him a lot, like, because I want to take Aileron to the next level. We're fucking killing it. I don't want to just kill it. I want people to talk about this and make it a fucking example in class and say, like, this is brilliant because of A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I want those reasons to be bah, 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 bah. And he's been helping me. And he's like the first time I get like an actual mentor to, to guide me in a, in a place because it's always me just fucking up learning and then telling everybody you shouldn't do this because I already fucked it. <laughs> Why <are> you laugh? <laughs> but it's true. It is. So uh, I've been working with him, which has been fucking incredible. And on top of that, just uh, uh, I'd like to ask you, when are we going to start doing some baking baked or uh, cooking cooked? Cooking cooked? Well, you can also say when you're high, you're cooked. You're baked. Um, next week. We are next week. Yeah, because we have like we have to replenish everything that we left in LA. Like we don't have anything. We didn't. We don't even have a mixer. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything. Like there's no power. There's no, like none of the ingredients. So yeah, I'll get everything this weekend. 
Thank you, sweetie. You're so welcome. we can start some baking bag. We can start the channels. I want to start creating more content. That that's been my week. It's been okay. Well, you got your studio. Which <sighs> got by the, the studio, way, which is, we got to fix the echo, which is clearly a problem. It sounds like we're both in the toilet. Just and I'm an expert <laughs> at that. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, the rug comes tomorrow, and that will fix everything. Um, but yeah, the studios are not amazing. I mean, thank God. Yeah, I took control over that. Alejandro wanted it to be red brick wallpaper in here. It was going to look nice. Trust me, guys. But this is really nicer. This it's looks just perfect with the Jose house. is the shit. That's the thing. It's true. That's the thing. Jose is the shit. And that's why this looks like the way it looks. Uh, also, my eye helped. Jose is the shit. Also, Sergio, by the way, we're on our way to the third one of these. Before before people know it will be. What, when am I getting mine? By the way, can I say can someone? Fall, more people follow. I watched. Please? I watched a video. Uh, I was on the YouTube Explorer page, and it showed me like the downfall of Salamandrin. <laughs> there's a. I was like, there's a downfall to Salamandrin. There's a video called that. The downfall of Salamandrin. I'm like, who? Ugh, I hate people. When when did I fall? Like, well, I mean. <laughs> That's, that's fairness. I was like, damn, the downfall of Salomon. About to get a third one of these. It feels like, uh, oh, it's done, baby. That's it. Did you know that we're done? Did you <laughs> I know? Just found out. It's official. There's a guy that made a video. And the good thing is he's anonymous and just like does like a computer voice so that Perfect. nobody knows anything. It's pretty cool. Perfect. I think we should name this episode the downfall of Salamandrin so we can take away his SEO. There you go, Sergio. <laughs> I'm writing it down. That's all I got. What Do you got anything else to say, that's sweetie? That's all I've got, sweetie sweets. Feels All good right. to be back. Feels good to be motherfucking back, guys, uh, after the downfall or during the downfall <laughs> or whatever it is. I hope you guys enjoyed our chats with Sweetie. Obviously, I got my beautiful wife right here. Nice. Who's going to give me cheese? Oh, no. We got Sergio behind the keyboards, who's going to eat some cheese, too. Fiona underneath my legs. No. And yours truly, Alejandro. And his downfall. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. See you next week. You're very clammy. I am very hot. Yeah.